What's up guys, my name is Sean. I'm here with another episode, Shots with Sean. We are currently at Hong Kong Football Club and I'm with manager Nick Day, teammate Michael Hampshire and captain Thomas McGilly. We currently play in the Yaoi League, which is an amateur league in Hong Kong, amateur football league. If you don't mind giving an introduction about yourselves. Gaffer. Um, yeah, Nick Day, uh, manager of Albion. Um, been in Hong Kong for about seven years now and been with the football club for about three. My name is Michael Hampshire. I've uh, been in Hong Kong for over 20 years. I grew up here um, and I've been with Albion for two years now. Hi, Tom McGillicuddy. I've been in Hong Kong for seven years. All of those at football clubs, six with the Albion, one with the first team with this chap here. Yeah, that's me. Awesome, guys. Um, so, we got to start with the shot, if you don't mind. Okay. What's yours? Sambuca? Sambuca. Sambuca. Vodka. Vodka. Okay. So football is the most popular sport in the world. You hear we hear about it professionally in magazines, online, but we don't really hear much about amateur football. And the IE League is the most prestigious league in Hong Kong. Um, Nick, why do you think that like it's uh, the standard is pretty good here in the Aoi League, especially in Division One? <clears throat> um, you've got you've got a, a lot of expats uh, in Hong Kong who um, both, play, both play on Saturday and Sunday, but the Sunday league is obviously much uh, a much higher standard. Why people choose to play on the Saturday? Oh, sorry, on the Sunday instead of the Saturday, and the, the leagues are flipped because in the UK the Saturday is the better league, okay. if you like. Yeah. Um, which leads on to a nice social on a Saturday night and gives the, the Sunday uh, for the hangover. Uh, whereas uh, here it is flipped and I, I think it's something to do with the rugby, having the, the pitch availability. Um, but in terms of the standard wise, why is it so important? I, I think the, the standard varies throughout the year. When you get an influx of lots of uh, foreigners, um, they all filter into the uh, into the Yao Yi. So I, th I think the Yao Yi's uh, still strong this year, but it's not as strong as it has been, which means that the Saturday uh, football has also been uh, a little bit effective this year. Right. What, what I've noticed in the Yaoi League is that um, you get some really good players that are able to come and sign, and there's not too much restrictions compared to like the HKFA where you need to be local. And so Hampshire, you've played like at a high level. What do you think the difference is playing in HKFA versus Yaoi League? The so, main difference? Yeah, the, like you say, you've got certain restrictions with the local governing body. With Yao Yi League, you can kind of just register anyone. There's no cap on how many foreigners you have, how many local players you have. Um, so it's a bit of a free-for-all in terms of the players that you can get. With the, the HKFA League, which is what the first team participate in, there's restrictions, rightly so, to try and promote youth football in Hong Kong and try and promote the locals coming through and playing the game at a higher level. Um, and you also get some paid professionals in those leagues as well so naturally the the quality in those leagues will be a little bit higher than the likes of like the Saturday or the Sunday or the Yaoyi League as well it's usually be stronger in the HKFA divisions purely because you've got stricter restrictions and things like that I understand and I mean the main thing that I've also noticed is that the physicality the expats foreign players are much bigger obviously the local Chinese players are good they can pass the ball but it's a much more physical league um, Gilly, you've obviously been, you play at centre-back. Yeah. Um, do you feel comfortable playing more in, 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 a, in the Yaoi League or the HKFA? Uh, they're, they're definitely different. 
uh, HKFA is faster, it's more technical. Mm. And actually, if you try and be physical, you're penalised a lot of the time. In the Yaoyi, because there's a lot of expats in it, you can get away with being a bit more physical. Still not on a completely different level to the UK, where it's very, very physical and you can, I say get away with it, it's not getting away with it, it's part of the match. In Hong Kong, it's slightly different. But yeah, it's like Michael said, it's, it's, it's different, it's a different challenge. But yeah, you've yeah, got some very good players, but it's, it's more of an expat game than it's physical. So going back to like, let, let's rewind, 2018-19 uh, season, right? Nick, you, you became manager of Albion from Spartans, um, and uh, we finished, I think, fourth that year. Um, how did you recruit players the following year? I mean, we had a lot of French players come in, and that obviously boosted the team. What was the attraction? Um, to get, to get on, on the team? What was the, what was the main thing? Well, there's a lot, a lot in that question. Um, I think when I first came over, I, I actually thought that there was a lot of players here already. And I had a team sheet, and if I'd known that, was here, I would show you the, the team sheet that I was given to say, these players are still around and these were not. And we still, from, from that, there was probably one or two players that were leaving. But when I came in, I think it was, uh, there was a few players that had finished four years here and they decided they didn't want to play anymore or they, they were just retiring or they'd been playing for uh, quite a few years, so uh, I think I inherited about, I would probably say, four or five players. Tom was one of them, uh, AD was another. Uh, Marco had moved from the Colts, and so was Gabriel, uh, they'd moved from the Colts, so actually there was a lot of new faces. So, uh, whereas I thought there would be a, a pool of talent here already, um, it didn't seem that, that way. So, you know, the, the first year, you were in that squad as well, Sean, and you saw there was players coming down from Shenzhen who were yeah. potentially coming into the team. They were more individual players looking to um, better their profile and they wanted videos of their own individual performance so they could go and play uh, pro themselves. So that year was, was definitely a, was saying a, a transition year. <laughs> but um, yeah, I'm going on here a little bit. But yeah, it was, di it was, it was difficult. Yeah, 2000, the summer of 2019 when obviously we had a lot of new players. Hampshire, you came in from the first team, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, I think we knew then that you were such a, a threat in front of goal that we knew that we had a big chance of winning the league. Where, where, how old were you when you started playing football? Were you always striker? Did you always play striker when you were younger? Yeah. Well, I was, just going off, by the way. You need to do something. Yeah, I was always very left-footed. So I was either like a left-sided winger, but I never really had pace, which I get reminded of quite often. <laughs> um, so I was always... Nice big ass, though. Hold the ball up. <laughs> Majority of the time it was, uh, yeah, striker or, or number 10 or something like that. So, and I just, I started playing football when I was like three years old, going down to the park with my dad. Um, and coming across here from the UK, it was, yeah, fairly easy transition because I was quite young. Um, and yeah, happy. That's the thing with strikers, like even if you miss opportunities, you can't let your confidence go down. Yeah. And I think that's the hardest part because goals are like the main thing to score in the game. You know, you have your defenders in the field, you see your strikers, you need the goals. How do you, um, what's the secret of keeping that composure and that, and that ability to keep coming from the goal? I think you just gotta... Trust yourself? Yeah, just you keep think? going with it. Like if you overanalyze yourself too much or you're too harsh on yourself, then when you get that opportunity again, you're, you're overcomplicating it. You're overthinking it too much. Um, and it's often the case where you actually take the harder chances than you do the easier chances because you're a little bit more focused on the harder it's like, it's ones. Like a natural, it's like, like a natural the, thing. You yeah. just got to go again. I've never thought going out into a game, oh, I should be scoring one or two or three. Or, 
Um, I've kind of just, whatever the opportunity presents itself, you do your best, you yeah. try and pick yourself back up if you don't, and you just go again. Yeah. You don't strike me as a confidence player. You miss a chance, it's like, it's just like whatever, yeah. I'll get the next yeah. one. Yeah. You just try and get the next one. But you don't overthink that next one, you just kind of almost treat it the same as the one that you missed, and you just hope that you do better. That's, that's yeah, often how it is. I think what was great about uh, last season and this season that we demanded from us was a standard, you know. Like I think it also translated a lot into training. Like the training was almost replicated what we were in the game, you yeah. know. Gilly, you, you obviously like, you want to keep the shape and I think with your voice and your experience and your positioning, I don't think we, con we conceded that many goals because what you hold at centre back? Do you do you think that just that came through experience? You just kind of can see where players need help from the back. It, it is experience. I'm the oldest man on the team, and <laughs> like, Look, yeah, like <laughs> yeah. um, never been, like been around a long time in various countries and various leagues, and you know, it, with experience, that first yard is in your head because I know where I should be. I'm just telling my teammates where to be, and basically as you may have seen today, I'll make the other centre-half do the running and then I can just <laughs> sort of position out where the lads are. And it, it is experience. I, I remember years and years ago, a manager once said to me, if I could put what's in my head in your body, oh my God, it would be so good. But then at the time, you're just like, yeah, whatever. But then as I'm now the older man, it's like, it's so true. Because experience is worth a lot. Because right. you can see some guys, they're athletes, they're absolute athletes, but it's just that decision-making, which is... Um, sometimes not quite there. I think, yeah, you're 100% correct. I think, and that's what we got. By the way, guys, we won the league this year. One loss. Um, how many points was it? 61. 61, po uh, 61 points. Top scorer also. Uh, new goals conceded, so very happy with that. Yeah. Um, I think the reason for our success was the perfect blend. I think we had a, a really good uh, amount of experienced players, fast, quick players. But I think the main thing was the ball playing. I think we played teams off the park. I mean, even in games where we felt that we were under pressure, things would open up and we'd pass the ball. We'd go back to the basics. I think, Nick, is that what our ethos was throughout post-COVID, you know? Keep the ball, pass the ball as much as you can. I think for years, teams that have won the league have, have been super fit um, and had a few players in there who were exceptional and uh, could score goals in, in the games which were quite tight and they would be the, the difference. But I think with our team this year, we, we, we had just an arsenal attack. The, the bench was so strong, and you know they would they would start in any other team. So that, that was the difficulty. But yeah, I think the, the idea was to get our boys fit as possible. Even the, before the second start of the season, we were training before everybody else. We were keeping fit, um, and then yeah, on the pitch, just keeping the ball down, keeping it simple, knowing everyone's uh, individual roles, and uh, then you've got a goal machine up top who's always going to get you uh, a goal or two. So. That helps, of course. Yeah, I think it's also like trusting a lot of the players, especially the midfield players, that you know, if you're going to pass the ball, it's going to create something from the back and then to the front. Oh, and score. Yeah. It's, it's great to defend that because we just get it, just stop the goal, give it to them, and they'll, and they'll, they'll do something. They'll do it, yeah. Yeah, but I think, again, I don't know if you've mentioned this just as I was uh, um, preoccupied. <laughs> yeah. um, the defence wise, from that first goal, it was like 10 or 11 games, we didn't concede a goal, and you only need to win 1 0. We had such a good. Uh, good defence as well from, from the goalkeeper in the back four so that really helps as well they're, they're obviously holding the four at the back um, we went what, was it 11 games? I think it was 11, 11 games 11 games uh, before we played the Wanderers so I mean that helped massively um, and of course the goals were coming yeah. as well and I think we're averaging about five goals a game which is yeah. incredible I think we actually scored more goals 
last year, didn't we? We scored more goals in last season before COVID mm-hmm. shut it down. I'm not sure oh, yeah. what, the, what the stats were. Those yeah. teams are like squad. But we played, shot, yeah. but we played a lot better this year than we did yeah. last year. Yeah. In terms of the team, we, we played a lot better. I think it was like 60 odd goals in 14 last year. Yeah. This year's been about 80 in 22. Yeah. There's a lot of goals either way. Yeah. 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 Well, uh, you'd look at teams sometimes and you'd say. This is the, the tactic we're going to go, we're going to go in, uh, for their left back or their right back. Mm. And I wonder, I often wonder what teams would say as a team talk about where, where, where is the weakness in our, uh, in our squad and you know, where, where, how do you beat us? That, that's why I would like to maybe hear from other managers. I mean, yeah, I guess the, the only thing that they would create probably chances would maybe like the tail end of a game where we're a little bit tired. And especially with midweek games that we had because yeah. during COVID they were like we were getting double games Wednesday night Sunday I think maybe the fatigue started to set in a little bit but that's only normal yeah we, well, we all live we had we had three and five or six days just yeah. recently and it's it's quite trying when you're going to the office all day and then playing at 9pm on a Wednesday night yeah and it, it does have an effect yeah. how important do you think uh, the social um, setting outside the pitches that the performance is going to be. Well, you have all the Frenchies are all together, <laughs> yeah. aren't they? <laughs> like they, I think they're they're really good friends outside of the team, and yeah. they all came together as well within the team. Mm-hmm. So they all came from like Azuri, um, where they they all kind of followed each other. Alba came with me from the first team, um, and they're all good friends outside of football. Like the good thing about us is that we're all mates, but. You don't have to get on with a house on fire with everybody, yeah. you know. But we all just gelled together because we had one purpose, and that purpose is just we wanted to wanted to win the league, wanted to play good football, and you all kind of just come together under that same umbrella, and it just worked. Um, but the Frenchies all <laughs> they just follow each other around, like um, everyone can take a joke, you know. We take, yeah. we take the piss out of each other, and that I think, helps build bonds. <laughs> yeah, I think the coolest thing was having a group chat through um, COVID times when there was a lockdown. We were still kind of. Um, keeping communication, integrating, keeping fit, doing those hill sprints, and then I think that started way back then. I think it, it kind of brought over to training sessions. And yeah, I think it's important in amateur football to keep fit. That's half the battle, you know. You don't have to be the best technically, but if you're there, then you know you're there or thereabouts. I think. Yeah. Well, on the social, I do think it's important. That I think you need to want to play for each other uh, and be a family and and. As a motto, we, we ring together, we lose together, we drink beers. I think that was, uh, mm-hmm. oh, if we lose, we still drink beers. Is that Bocker? Yeah. Win or lose, we still booze. There you go, that's the one. Um, but no, I think, I think it's important that people go back. You, can, you don't have to drink when you go back to the bar. And there's always some players that yeah. don't drink alcohol. But I, I think it's important that you're around to, to see what's going on and build the, the, cohesion, the cohesion within uh, the squad. I think it's massively important. If you're coming to a football game and going home after, yeah, to be fair, a lot of the other Yaoi teams, they seem to have actually a similar ethos. Okay. And I think that's quite refreshing that you look at the majority of the Yaoi teams on a Sunday, they, they go to a bar afterwards, they meet up, they have some just casual drinks. Everyone's invited. Yeah, they always... On Friday, they actually yeah. played champagne after the game in uh, yeah. Tokyo. I think it's important. So I think yeah. that that's a good thing that Yaoi has, is that it's a quite a close-knit community. Everyone knows each other here, you know, everyone across yeah. the whole league, everyone knows each other. Um, so it's quite, it's quite a nice thing. Yeah, I think, I think it is important. People take it for granted that, like, especially during times where you have to be, uh, during COVID times where it's like lockdown, you have to be separated. Yeah. I think teams, are, like, when we have the opportunity to be together as a team, we should be grateful for it because yeah. sometimes you never know, could be lockdown again and we're yeah. stuck. So 
Yeah. And you can also annoy each other. But I don't. I don't think that's happened. <clears throat> Too much time with each other, you you can uh, can fall out. But I don't think that's happened with, with our squad. But I think you, I think any like fallout, fallout you call it, or healthy kind of just in training, really. training. Yeah. But that's just you know. You, you shouldn't really take it too personally. I think they're just trying to help you and it's the heat of the moment. Yeah. It's how you see it, how you perceive it, really. So, I think at the end of the day, they're just trying to help you and become, be a better player, yeah. simple yeah. as. So, we have a, um, a a cup run coming up, right? We do. We do. Last 16 next week. Okay. So, if we get to the final, it'll be the end of May, right? End of May, Saturday, yeah. 29th. Right? 29th, yeah. yeah. 29th. Yeah. So, if you guys don't know, it's just a knockout competition like um, and we're in contention of basically winning the league and the cup this year. Um, Nick, are you confident that we can kind of get to the final? Yeah, absolutely. I, I think the mo most important part now is the league's, the league's finished and uh, we, we regroup uh, back to training on Wednesday uh, and the standards don't slip and I, I think that's really important. Even though Bob uh, came here a few weeks ago and we beat them 8-0, I, I think that game you just don't know how quickly teams can recruit so I think we need to be looking at our game to say well it's not going to be the same as last time it could be but uh, we need to prepare, uh, prepare in, in one off games you never know especially in the cup they're shorter games as well yeah and, and that's yeah, key okay. it's uh, 35 right yeah. so 35 minutes and straight to pens if you're a yeah player. so uh, th th those games and, and they do catch teams out as well uh, okay. so yeah confident um, confident and I think we've got a really strong squad it's just whether we can keep performing great that's, that's perfect. Um, guys, should we round up with another shot? Yeah. <laughs> Why not? Why the devil not? <laughs> we are celebrating after This one, the water one. <laughs> <laughs> so you want vodka? Yeah, why not? School night. Got day off tomorrow. <laughs> Make sure you fill that one up nice and... Have you still not had a shower? Dirty bastard. Oh, that was a smell. Alright, cheers. cheers, guys. Cheers, cheers. Cheers, Thank you, thank you. Go to work tomorrow. Is that my nose? Um, yeah, I'm, yeah. I just want to kind of um, wrap up. Um, coming to the tail end of this season, uh, what are your individual goals for next season? Do you have a thought, or are we just kind of taking it game by game? Ooh. Personally, yeah. <laughs> I've, I've not thought that far ahead. <laughs> I want to win the cup. That's the next objective. Which will be tough because, like Nick said, it's you know we're starting again. The league is done. We've won that, which is great. We we'll celebrate that tonight. Next week we go again. We've got four games to win, and then that, I think that creates a bit of history because it's never been done. No, so no one's won the double. I don't. I don't think so. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, and then next season, I mean, let's have the summer off, and then we regroup. We can have a, a, a junks to celebrate, a brunch, and then uh, and we start training again. And a night out. Like. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I think the celebration, celebration. What about you? You, your current status? Yeah. No injuries, right? Hopefully. Yeah, just we'll, we'll see, right? I, I never go into a season thinking, okay, I've got to do this personally and this as a team. Like, obviously, you want to try and win, but just take it week by week, day by day. Like, it's same as the goal scoring. It's like never look too far ahead. Just yeah. whatever's in front of you, do your best, try your best, and then that's, that's it. That's something really, to like. all over as well. Like, most people would have goals, like personal goals, targets, um, and, and you probably teach this as well. Um, Smart goals, but he's not committing. That's no, <laughs> he definitely no, has so. For me, Sean, I, I, I think, uh, yeah, I rest, uh, get the sun, the boys uh, a rest for the summer, and then, you know, look at 
who's going to be around next year. Mm -hmm. Probably uh, get that message out soon. Who, who's going to be sticking around um, and then looking to uh, to rebuild again? And I think you're constantly re rebuilding because uh, Kevin, for example, is uh, is leaving soon. Okay. Um, you know what players yeah. want to come and, and what can we add uh, or what can they add to the to the squad next year? So that's certainly something I'll be looking at. Yeah, that's uh, the after thing. The cup. Yeah, sorry, continue, what were you going to no, say? No, yeah, I mean, that's, that's the, my summer job, really, transfer window. So. This is the thing that people don't see from a player side, a manager side, what they're thinking, and I think it's important to see that because they're thinking two, three steps ahead of who they're going to recruit, what they're going to change inside, the formation, etc. So, I mean, I believe my, my goals are similar to Hampshire. Yeah, I feel if, it's good to have goals, but if you look too far ahead, sometimes it's going to be kind of overwhelming. You take it game by game, and for me, it would be to improve as a player individually. If I can help the team, amazing, but I mean, if I improve as a player, then I will help the team. I think that only naturally occurs in that process. So I think that would be a goal for me, and I think work together, I think the cup is doable. And I think so. Take I it mean, from there. Everyone has a role in our squad, everyone contributes, which is a good thing. So I think we stick together, work hard, it can be done. But you know, the thing with the cup, because it's a knockout stage, if you think back to the Azori game, every game will be like that. And if you can't match their, their intensity, that's what gets that, that's what catches teams out. And I know, Squadron. well, yeah, like that for them. But even um, when uh, so a few years ago, another team we were playing uh, Wanderers actually in a semi-final, and I think they're the mentality. Uh, they've, they've won the league, they had a good season, and when you gain that mentality, you're, you're rolling you're rolling over teams, or you keep winning. If you switch off mm. and you don't meet the same intensity of, of another team, no. But Azori, I mean, they 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 were tough in the first 15, 20 minutes. Um, that's what will get you caught because the games are only 35 minutes, so it is hard. And when you've when you've won the league to go and then win a cup, I think yeah, yeah it's, to, it's not to, easy to sustain that kind of intensity, to sustain that kind of ability to produce on the field. Yeah, that's so. a knockout. So the lads are going to be going out pumped, and yeah. anything can happen in a cup game. So it's win or bust. Yeah, absolutely. Have to respect your opponent. Yeah, perfect, guys. I mean, I just want to wrap up to cap the end of this podcast. I think it was perfect. I think we've. Kind so of you didn't have a shot. Nice. Yeah, I don't mind. Right. You, Nick, do you have your you, bike here? You need to have a vodka one. No, no, no. no, 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 no. I, <laughs> I knew I was uh, going to have half a shot. Shop glasses. <laughs> we are doing we do nothing. The, the, the gaffer has spoken. <laughs> the gaffer has spoken. You're doing one as well then. That's, that's just two, man. I've got work tomorrow. Lads, we've got a whole six days off this week without a match. Oh, God, is that vodka as well? Yeah, that's what I said. Right, over the shoulder. <laughs> yes. Camera's off. Camera's <laughs> off. Jesus. Fucking legs. <laughs> All right. Cheers, guys. Yeah, Congratulations. Cheers. 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 Sean's got a small one, though. Done. Done.